0: Welcome to another episode of the Ryan C podcast. Uh, This week, we did another AMA, the weekly AMA on WordPress. Got a number of questions from people from all around the world, which I'll be answering um, in this episode of the podcast. So let's just dive right into it. All right, question one. What do you enjoy about photography and how will you make a career from it? Um, The reason that I I fell in love with photography was the idea that the camera allowed me to capture a specific moment in time um, and to capture it uh, forever, because I guess the photo will then last, um, you know, the test of time. And that kind of romantic idea of freezing specific moments really appeals to me. And along with that, Becoming a photographer has taught me how to be present. You don't pick up a camera and, and then suddenly learn how to pick the right moment straight away. And learning how to do that, a process which I'm still very much in, is is really developing that patience, being present in the moment, being aware of what's around you, the people, how they're feeling, the mood of a certain setting, and then knowing when to lift that camera up and, and, and click it. Um, And I think that's what I enjoy most about photography, that process, um, that development of that muscle that becomes so automatic that when you walk into a place where you're shooting, um, and especially in my case, traveling around the world and doing it, just knowing when the right moment is to have the camera up. Because having the camera up all the time and shooting all the time doesn't really teach you that patience um, and doesn't really work that muscle. So I think for me, it's the process of photography, learning when the right moments are and then picking the moment to capture it. And how will I make a career of it? Um, I don't know, you know, I think I'm still fairly young. I just graduated from my course last year. And as a result, I've been traveling and doing a lot of freelance work. And if you check out my blog or you're regularly on my blog, you'll see that I've combined, you know, the art of photography with my own writing. So maybe somewhere in, in writing or journalism is where my future lies. But when I know, all of you will know for sure. Question two, best dessert you've had while traveling? And this might be a bit surprising. Um, and it's not a super complex answer. It's not something super traditional of a specific country, but while in Japan, um, almost every night we go to the local kind of, 7-Eleven um, and, and grab these things called Coolish and they're like ice creams and like vacuum sealed foil packets and you just squeeze them out like slushies and you eat them and, and they were super tasty. Yeah, so I think that was my favorite dessert. I had something so simple. It reminded me a lot of, of my own childhood growing up in Singapore. We used to have all these sort of quirky little ice creams um, in Asia So that is definitely the best dessert I've had while traveling so far, but I'm, I'm very much open to more desserts in the future. Question three, where would be the first place you'd like to visit in Europe and the United States? In Europe, I covered this in last week's AMA, I would really, really love to visit Iceland. Um, I've seen a lot of... The my favourite photographers that I follow on Instagram go to Iceland and the photos are, are really incredible um, yeah just something about the untouched and wild nature actually the first time I fell in love with Iceland was when I watched The Secret Life of Walter Mitty um, and yeah that movie just really kind of was the gateway into my interest into Iceland just the sprawling landscape the idea of long boarding, those endless roads. Um, I think that's something that sits with me to this day and I would love to visit someday, but it's super expensive. So gotta got to make a dollar first before I can go there. And a close second would definitely be Russia in Europe. Um, I think Russia is such a controversial country. Um, It's painted in a really negative light within Western media. And for me, I find it hard to believe that that sort of portrayal reflects the country itself, its history, its people. So I think for me, going to Russia would definitely be trying to cover or kind of close the gap on that disparity between the media's portrayal and what it's actually like to to live in a country like that. Um, and the United States, oh, I think the super cliche ones would be like New York, San Francisco, Los Angeles, <clears throat> but I think something that's caught my eye a lot lately is Antelope Canyon in Arizona. Um, I've seen some incredible photos of, of that spot as well um, in Navajo country and, and I heard it's, it's difficult to get to, you know tours are limited spots and all that sort of stuff but I think just for the experience to see the site um, would definitely be right up there on my list in the US. Question four. One thing that you never forget to bring while traveling, not including your phone, passport, and other important items. So, obviously the important items you covered their Phone, passport, I gotta have my laptop to do my editing and my writing, my camera at all times. Uh, look, I think this is super left field but something i think is overlooked is a pen i remember when i first started traveling i didn't have a pen while i was on the plane and and we needed to fill those entry and exit cards or those yeah those cards that to that you have to hand over at the airport or or you know to get into the country i remember i'd be wasting so much time getting off the plane and going to to that table where you see everyone who doesn't have a pen go to to use the pen and fill out those cards and stuff like that i think After my first couple of experiences, I just knew that something so simple like a pen could just save so much time and and ease you in that transition of getting out of the airport and hitting the road. So I think, yes, um, for me, something that I never, never want to forget um, is definitely a pen. But also, I also have like an airport outfit that I love to have while I'm in the air. And that often involves a really comfy hoodie and my Nike sliders. You know, you see those old Asian men wearing like those sliders, like those slippers where they have like socks on, but they're wearing slippers and it's like super awful to look at. Well, I like to rock that look. If you see my Instagram stories, that's kind of what I'm, I'm rolling with, um, especially on, on long haul flights. I think being comfortable on the flight makes the experience so much better. And having the pen to save the time just doubly good. And question five. Overall, do you have an all-time favorite part, place, and moment of Japan? Look, my favorite part of Japan, and there were many things. I think I, I wasn't sure how much I would love Japan when I went there, but had a great time. And I think one of my favorite parts or bits about Japan was definitely the ramen. I hate, I've been dreaming of the ramen since I've returned. I've been back for a month now, and I just wish I could go back for one more bowl. It was, ah, oh. especially when you when you kind of wander away from the major tourist centers and you start going down those alleys and side streets that really form the foundation of Japan's kind of city planning. You can find some really awesome tiny ramen places that make the homemade noodles. Um, a really authentic traditional experience and, and you can taste it in the food, you taste the difference um, when the care and love is put into, into, into cooking um, the ramen. So I think I am still very nostalgic about the food. I had a great time experiencing the culinary culture of Japan when I was there. I think the ramen is definitely something that sticks in my mind to this very moment. My favorite place would have to be Kyoto. Um, I know a lot of people go there and they rave about Tokyo especially. I thought, and this might be controversial, I thought Tokyo was a bit average. Maybe it was just because it's very much a city city, you know, the urban sort of jungle. There's business districts, lights everywhere. Um, And I think you can experience that sort of city lifestyle in any major city in the world. But I thought Kyoto was a good balance between a you know a city that was progressing, but also a city that was very much entrenched in its cultural roots and traditions. So I mean, within Kyoto itself, you had a number of um, brilliant sites that you could you could go and see, um, like the Imperial Palace. There was Gion, where you know it's like famous for if you're lucky geisha spotting, but also Kyoto is only a train ride away from another bunch of different sites like Fushimi Inari Shrine, Nara Deer Park, so yeah I thought Kyoto for me was the hub of, of Japanese culture and tradition really a place where you could immerse yourself um, in the culture while educating yourself about the past and yeah I thought Kyoto was definitely hands-down my favorite place in Japan and my favorite moment and there are tons of them, I'm just trying to think and if you read my blog pieces you can see most of my pieces are highlighted around certain moments that stick out of my memory but when I read this question the first time my mind went back to when we were in Mount Koya and we stayed with monks in a monastery I thought that was such an unreal experience Um, I don't know that much about um, their spiritual traditions and faith systems there so being able to stay in, in that complex and then to wake up in the morning and take part in a traditional meditative ceremony, um, being walked around that the monastery, the complex, and, the, and explain you know, what um, the different temples are, what the, having a main Buddha statue in the temple meant. Uh, I think that was just such a different experience to what I've had. Um, and learning also about the faith that kind of Underpins the culture of Japan is is incredible and the way that people still engage with it and what it means to them I think learning that was Was up there as one of my favorite moments in Japan and That is all the questions from this week's AMA. I actually got a Really long question that I thought was um, a really good question that I didn't want to include here because I think I should dedicate a bit more time to that one. It was very dense um, and requires I think a lot more time to dissect so there'll be a couple of blog pieces up and then I'll do um another podcast really going through that sort of stuff um yeah I think you guys will hear about that in the coming days don't forget to subscribe to the podcast leave um leave a review a glowing review but then if you don't like it then I guess you can leave a shit review and I'll just make it better. Follow me on Instagram, go subscribe to to the blog. Um, And yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to listen and engage with me. AMAs happen weekly, but before I even put the call out, feel free to send me emails, DM, comment, anything that you're interested in knowing or you want me to discuss. I'll be more than happy to do that. Have um, an amazing week ahead and I wish you all the success in the world. See you then.